Welcome to the Billy Jenkins Listening Club. Short webcasts, or what I like to call, in keeping with my photographic interests, snapcasts, offering a unique oral insight into Billy Jenkins, the man and his music. This episode is entitled East West. Ever since he first heard in 1976 the primitive production techniques of an album by an East German heavy metal band that was lying around in his Dutch agent's office in Den Haag, Billy had carried the sound around in his head. He can't remember the artist, but the sound was unforgettable. Intrigue that the taste factor between East and West was somewhat at odds was gloriously underlined 16 years later when Billy refused to leave the taxi which had arrived at a gig in what was old communist East Berlin until the local radio station had finished reverently playing the whole of Deep Purple's Concerto for Group and Orchestra one of England's finest worst examples of kitsch cross-culture clash try saying that fast recorded at the Royal Albert Hall in 1970 with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. So when, in 1994, it came to recording the East-West album with the Fun Horns of Berlin, great lengths were taken to recreate an authentic early 70s Eastern Bloc recorded sound. For a start, Billy restricted movements of various Anglo and German musicians' young offspring by letting them play and interact in a room between the main studio and the mixing room, in which he had secreted microphones. A small portion of the resultant two-hour tape was smeared into a track called Fears. producer, and now comrade Tony Messenger, was sent into public houses with a discreet lapel microphone to secretly record ambience. The musicians were subjected to the iron fist of the musical director Jenkins. Actually, that applies any time Billy is recording. Dave Ram's keyboard amplifier conveniently kept up a healthy, fluctuating power supply type hiss. Outbreaks of gay abandonment, as when Hugh Warren started to pluck the strings inside the grand piano, were swiftly curtailed. Actually, it had just been restrung, and quite rightly, engineer Nick Taylor didn't really need Salty Sweat attacking the wire. But, most importantly, all instrumentalists were considered equal, and thus the open mic policy 
ensured troublesome sound spillage and frequency leaks which gave the finished article all the intended sophistication and finesse as depicted on the track we're featuring here. Finally, no one could enter the studio unless authorised. Actually, that too applies any time Billy is recording. On that day, I was privileged to be invited to observe the session. I'd encountered Billy for the first time the previous autumn, when he played at the Outside Inn Festival in Crawley. I was reviewing the festival for a national trade paper and my then production editor had told me I had to make sure I caught Billy's set. So I made sure I caught it and I was blown away by what I saw and heard. Then the Fundhorns of Berlin, three of whom grew up in the Communist East, played their first UK performance and I'd been blown away by that as well. That's why I was rather excited about the prospect of witnessing Billy and the Funhorns collaborating in the studio. It was a light grey spring morning and I had to get to a place called Mottingham, which I was told was on the edge of South East London. It turned out that it wasn't very hard to get to Mottingham on the train and when I got to Mottingham station the A to Z London Atlas suggested it wasn't too far to walk to the studio. Fired up by the experience of exploring new territory, I marched forward. A stranger in strange parts, until a voice called my name. A female voice. A hand was waving from a car window, and I recognised the smiling face of Meg, the Scottish receptionist at the Covent Garden home of Jazz Services. Maybe I wasn't such a stranger after all. I had a vague idea in my head that the studio would be in some sort of industrial building. So I was surprised to find myself ringing the bell of a large bungalow in a residential street. The door opened and I went in and found myself looking through a huge picture window into the studio area. I could see Billy inside holding his hands up in the air in the middle of explaining an idea to the Funhorns of Berlin. Someone must have pointed out my arrival at the window, because Billy turned, hands still up in the air. Who's just come in? I heard him ask over the intercom. Then he saw me. Hooray! It's Beowulf! Hello Beowulf! One, two, three, four! And he was back into directing the band. The day passed in a blur. Billy's nine-year-old twin daughters were there. They used my copy of The Guardian to make huge paper hats. As was Oliver Windling, whose Babel label was just coming into existence. I'd previously met bass player Steve Watts, pianist Hugh Warren, and the Funhorns, alto saxophonist Volker Schlott, tenor saxophonist Thomas Clem, 
trumpeter Rainer Brennack and Jörg Hook on trombone, so it was good to see them again. However, I'd never met drummers Steve Noble and Roy Dodds, or keyboard player Dave Ram before, so it was very exciting to see them at work for the first time. And they worked their socks off. Over the course of 10 hours, they jumped from arrangements of pop standards, such as Close to You, Wandering Star, and What a Wonderful World, to purely improvised tracks such as Trabants into the Sunset and The Wall Came Down. There was also the extraordinary process of recording snippets of Old English and classic German melodies that became the unquestioned answer. A collage masterly arranged by Dave Ram. could say that day, I witnessed a snapshot of what Billy created on the East-West recording. The hopes and fears of the unknown that political change brings to millions, and the parallel challenges of creativity set against accountability. Someone took a candid photo of me sitting in the control room. The smile on my face says it all and the music still makes me smile. I'll leave you, the listener, with a bit more of club reunification from the album East West, or to give it its full title, East West Now Wear the Same Vest, originally released on CD in 1996 on the Babel label. It can be listened to on many popular streaming platforms, or downloaded from your favourite online store. By paying for the music, you will be helping Billy to continue his life's work. You can find out more at billyjenkins.com Thank you for listening. (laughs) 